As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of the podcast. Thank you so much for your time. We are cruising along nicely in October. We are starting to get a little closer to the the big election day, but we're not talking about that this week here on the show. We're talking about 401ks on Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. As we typically do, we talk about all sorts of things, investing, finance, and retirement. What's going on, my friend? How are you doing? Hey, we are really good. We're excited about all of the exciting and, and you know fun stuff for all of the political advertising that's oh, been going yeah, on. So I have mastered the mute button on my remote <laughs> control. I like it. And I, there we go. You know, I if, I can't figure it out. That's a new title. You know, it's like it's like that person that comes up with all the different stimulus package titles, the CARES Act and the Secure Act and yeah. the and the here. I think they, the last one they were trying to call it was the Heroes Act and the one you know whatever the case is. You're the master of mute. I like that. That's it. Yes, mute master. <laughs> Mute yes, Master, there you go. Mute uh, Master Charles. That's a there rapper. you go. That is I, that oh, that is your rap name. I like it. <laughs> oh, I like it. Help well, me. Help you. Help you. Well, I tell you what. How about you help us with some four hundred one k FAQs? I've got some frequently asked questions. Just a couple of them here, and a couple of emails as well. We're going to get into for this podcast from folks that have been listening. We've been a little slack on some of those, so we're going to catch up on a few. So let's see uh, if you can give us a few things to ponder when it comes to these FAQs around the four hundred one k. The loans, obviously, this year, you know, this, with the stimulus and and then also with not stimulus, and then with COVID and everything, some people wanted to or did turn to uh, maybe taking a loan out of their four hundred one k. Good idea, bad idea in general, COVID, non COVID, whatever. You know, if it's ne- if it's necessary, it's a good idea. If it's not necessary, I think it's gigantically misunderstood. The the ability to take a loan out from almost every four hundred one k has always been there, but they, there's a critical part of it. The idea is you take it out and then you're going to pay yourself back over, you know, a maximum of five years and you're going to earn a little bit of interest on it as you pay yourself back. Right. Right. Okay. Very simple. The part that gets missed is, but those dollars are not in your account growing. They're out. So you miss the growth opportunity of the dollars you borrowed out. You're only paying yourself back some nominal interest and you've missed the dollars that if they had stayed in there, would never have missed the opportunity to grow. Right. So kind so of losing a, some of that compounding interest, I guess, right? The compounding interest thing is is huge okay. and people just don't think about it. If you'd have to do it, you have to do it. Sure. I get yeah. that. Right. But from a from a mathematical perspective, ah, you're not ahead. Uh it's just you 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 missed you missed the compounding. That's totally well, uh, I've, it. I talk with advisors all across the country, and I've heard many say, you know, bad idea. I'm not going to say it's a bad idea, but a lot of them say it's it should be one of the it should be at the bottom list of ideas that come before yeah. it. Like if there's some yeah. other things you could do, I would look there yeah. first. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and like I, mean, I said, they they did make some changes for COVID, right? It, normally, it's like what right. fifty grand. They bumped it to a hundred. A hundred, and you've got three years to pay it back. Yeah. And you could you could file an amended tax return and you know get the taxes. That you, anyway, yeah. I mean, they, they made it. They they gave you some additional options if that's what you really needed to use, which was great. It I'm sure it helped a lot of people. Sure. But it's 
still those dollars aren't invested that you're missing the compounding. Yeah. So okay. think long and hard about it and definitely, definitely talk with your advisor or an advisor if you don't have one before you take that action. So you can really understand the ins and outs of what you're doing and how it may affect you, uh, you know, affect your retirement because that's, you know, that's right. retirement dollars. So you want to make sure you do that. Totally. Okay. All right. Very good. So what about the Roth versus the uh, traditional? Obviously, if you have a Roth option in your 401k, you should take advantage of it. I saw, or, or should you, I'm going to ask you, I saw Vanguard put a study out not too long ago, and it said that they offered 78% of their uh, 401k plans offered a Roth option, but only 12% of people were actually utilizing it. Is that a, is it a missed opportunity with the Roth? Totally. So I won't beat around the bush. The younger you are, the better it is. The younger you are, you're earning less than you're probably going to earn later on. Those dollars do get taxed as they go in, and uh-huh. then they never get taxed again. Right. So, you know, you're not missing out on a big deduction of of income and it's not going to have a detrimental impact on your tax returns now by being able to have it go in pre-tax. But a Roth gross tax-free money comes out tax-free. It's free. That's the biggest thing. And, and, you know, both of our daughters have worked for companies that have Roth options in their 401k. That's what they're doing. The company matches and that matches is in traditional dollars. So when those dollars come out down the road, they will be taxed. But the dollars that the kids are putting in, it got taxed today and it's never taxed again. It's a huge, huge deal. Um, so if you've got the option, take it. If you, if, if you don't have the option, you can still make a Roth, unless you're making way too much money, you can still make a Roth IRA contribution. Right. Roth is a screaming deal. Taxes are on sale. I say it almost every podcast. Taxes are at the lowest they've practically ever, ever been. And I cannot for the life of me figure out how they're not going to go through the roof in the future. Right. Yeah. Just from, I mean, just from an economic standpoint, you can take all the yeah. politics you want out of it yeah. because it's just economics. Math simply, 101. Yeah. Just simply, simply that. So yeah, a Roth is a really cool idea. Okay. I mean, it, it just always is a really cool idea. Well, and again, as always, folks, if you got questions about a 401k or you know, or IRA or Roth, definitely talk with an advisor. Talk with your advisor. If you don't have one, reach out to Charles at 480-513-1830. That's 480-513-1830. Or go to PelotonCapital.com. And it kind of makes me think about, you know, we, we say that, we, you know, you send this out to you know clients and maybe they share it with a friend or something like that. And obviously, if there's somebody who might be a good fit, you know, or whatever the case might be, that's great. But maybe I guess we should probably say, you know, we do this to try to offer some information and some and additional education. But, you know, coming in and talking with an advisor, whether it's you or anybody else, it's not always going to be the right fit. So, you know, we'll do a little tell a little story time. Tell us about a time you've come across that. Because, again, we don't do this to bring every single person to the table. If it fits, it fits. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's totally it. And that is, uh, candidly, the conversation that we have with someone new for the first 10 or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, do we like you? (laughs) That's a huge component of this. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The warm fuzzies. Yeah. Are you you somebody we would like to work with? Can we help you? You know, do you think we can help you? Do you like us? Does this make sense? I mean, we spend a lot of time asking them questions that are in that vein because, you know, if we don't want to do it, and I will tell them in the beginning, we're going to, you know, let's just test each other out here for the first 10 or 15 minutes. Because if it's not going to work, if we can't do something that you want to do, or you're going to try to make us do something that we don't think is in your best interest, then we might as well just call it a day now, part friends and not worry about it. Right. Because this, you know, we've done it too many times over the years where it's like, oh, I think this would be a really good client. And it's, 
just, it wasn't a good fit. And honestly, in our gut, we knew it right from the beginning. We just were too stubborn to admit it. So, and I think I don't think there's anything wrong with that, right? It's because it also it's almost at the same philosophy of when you're working with somebody, you're working with an advisor. You also don't kind of really want a yes person, you know. You don't want someone oh. who's just going to constantly say that's a great idea when it might not be, because that's why you're turning to them for their expert opinion because they've been oh. doing this for years versus you know you who think you know what you're doing. Well, that's right, and you don't. There's I will give you a, a quick example sure. of a, cu- a couple that came in oh before COVID. So, but we still had new people coming in and sitting down and talking with us. Right. Uh, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, you know, physical distancing, all that. Anyway, the husband and wife came in and sat down. Now, I will, I've said this before on a podcast. I'll always sit across from the woman, never across from the man. Mm-hmm. And Sherry sits across from the husband. Right. She was really, really, really concerned that she didn't know enough about all of this. And neither one of them looked particularly healthy, to be perfectly honest. Okay. But she was really concerned. And he... He basically talked down to her the whole time we were there. And we just, Sherry and I looked at each other and we, you know, we both knew what we were thinking, same thing. And we said to them, we don't think we can help you because we don't think we're a good fit at all. Because, and we told them exactly why, because you don't respect your wife and she needs to know. Interesting. The The statistical probability is you'll die before she does. And she's clueless about this and it scares the hell out of her. Right. And she was crying by this point. Oh, wow. And it's like, hey, I can't, if you guys can't figure it out on your own, I am not going to, we're not getting in the middle of this because it will never work out well. So could we have helped them? Absolutely. Did he want to be helped? No, not at all. Gotcha. So, yeah. and it's not just guys. I mean, it doesn't, it's, it it's could not go both ways, specific. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It goes both ways. But yeah. that's, that's what matters to us. And, and we get so easily, you know, we're so easily offended by everything. But to me, in this arena, you know, give it to me straight, man, because, you know, yes. I need to know what I need to do here because this is, I mean, it's a really important deal. You're talking about the rest of your life money. Like you said, if they're not in great shape or whatever the case is, I'm not going back to work at 80, so I need to make sure I'm doing this right. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have, <laughs> I may have said it before, we have had clients fire us for telling them they're going to run out of money. I don't want to work with you anymore. I said, okay, you're still going to run out of money. Don't care where you go. You're, right. If you don't make these it. changes, right. Yep. That's right. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm blunt. I'm just totally blunt all the time. If you don't like it, then we're not going to be a good fit. Right. I we am get- not sure. I don't sugarcoat anything. Ask my kids. There you go. We could do the same analogy of, uh, you know, it's like you could say, okay, look, if you're driving in a car and the car says you're out of gas and you just want to keep pushing it for another 150 miles, (laughs) you can still fire me and kick me out of the car, but you're still going to run out of gas, you know, if you don't get to the gas station first. So, yeah. That's right. Interesting. Now, you you said you don't sugarcoat it and ask your kids. We'll see if that changes as the grandkid gets older because, you know, supposedly they have that extra power. So Not we'll over me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take an email question here and then we'll wrap up the, uh, the podcast this week. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Sally in, in Tempe, and she says, <laughs> this is interesting, she says, Charles, yeah. I just heard that I can get half of my ex-husband's Social Security benefit. Is this true? Can I really take half away from him? I'm wondering if that's like, does she want to take it away from him? <laughs> is she still got a little bit of a bit of little anger in there, or she's just curious? Well, that's what I read into the question, and it, not to disappoint you, Sally, but you don't get to take it away from him. Right. You can, ha- you can still potentially have half of it. 
but you know, could a he doesn't know. <laughs> he well, first of all, yeah, it's yeah, he'll never know that you did it or not. Right. But there's some things you have to do. You know, you have to have been married for ten years. You have to have been divorced for two. Okay. You cannot be currently married. You both need to be of claiming age, but mm-hmm. neither one of you need to claim yet Social Security. So you just you've got to be old. Just had to be of age. Ready. Okay. Yeah. And if you claimed early before your full retirement age, then you're going to get a reduced amount and you're going to be subject to the earnings test, which is the more you make beyond a certain point, then some of this begins to get right. taxed at a different in a, in a different rate. And I got in answering this for Sally, I deferred to the Social Security expert in the office, which is Sherry. Uh-huh. And she runs me through this. I mean, I got I want to just rattle off five or six things there. I got it half of them right and she told me the rest of them so that's the way <laughs> that's the way it works here on social security only not on anything else trust me she said, no, she's I'm got kidding. you covered here now <laughs> and, and she also <laughs> says you know can i take you know or can i get half it's not like she's getting hers and half of his it's the greater of the two am i right there? exactly yeah okay. that's exactly right yeah you could yeah and, and what you really get you would still get all of yours and then they would make up the difference with some of his yeah, some so. of his thing, but none of that comes out of his pocket. Right. I've always told the story. You could have three ex-wives that all qualify. You were married for 10. They're, you know, your claiming age. Right. You've been divorced for two. All of them could potentially take half of your amount for themselves and you still get all of yours. Yeah. And some may say that's part of the reason why social security is in the pickle that it's in. Some of those things, you know, need to be altered and changed. You know, it shouldn't, you know, there's things like that that could be tightened up, if you will, that would, would go a long way toward keeping things more solvent. But that's an argument for a different day and above our pay grade for sure. See, social security, I'm not going to, Oh no, it's an easy fix. I'm with you. They just, it's an easy fix. It's just politicians will not do it until it is absolutely the last minute because there's no upside if they do it sooner. It's got to be on fire, rolling down the hill, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And my mobile home is at the bottom and I forgot to turn the sprinklers on. Exactly. It's got to be the last possible second for that kind of stuff. So Sally, hopefully that helps you. Obviously we're just, (laughs) you know, we might be reading that. Maybe there's no animosity at all. And you're just curious because it may help you. My mom actually did this for her first husband, actually. He's been passed away. They haven't been married in a very long time. She's uh, on Social Security, and she's older. She's not been married for a number of years as well, and, and she was doing her adjustments one day, and the lady actually actually told her, she's like, you know, we can take a look at this. And so she was very surprised, and of course, you know, it, it, again, it doesn't affect anything as long as you meet those caveats that they have for it. So just bear in right. mind that you don't get both. It sounds like it'd be fun, but you don't get both, so. Yep. It's the greater exactly of it. the two. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, when the email, Sally, we certainly appreciate it. Good luck. If you've got any questions, call into the office and talk to Sherry because she will help you with those social security questions. And that's going to do it. We're going to wrap up and get out of here. Don't forget to subscribe to us on the podcast. Go to PelotonCapital.com for all your resources to get a hold of them. They've got tools, tips, resources on the website. Uh, the number's there. You can send them an email. You can send an email to the show. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can find all of that at PelotonCapital.com or just call 480-513-1830, especially if you've got some immediate questions you need some answers to. Charles, my friend, thank you so much for your time. You have yourself a wonderful week. And the next time I talk to you in a couple of weeks, we will probably still not know who the president is. Because, oh, good. That'll make it even more fun. Because we'll be taping our yeah. next show a couple of days after the election. And my guess is it's going to be, you know. Another hanging chat event. Yes, it'll be a non I think so. I was looking this up. The <laughs> Gore and Bush one was the longest contested one, I guess. It took till December 13th. 
uh, when that happened, you know, back in 2000. When they, when they so. really totally, truly knew. So I think, yeah, yeah. so I think this one, I'm, this one, I'm going to put a prediction out that this one gives it a run for its money for length of undecidedness. We'll see. No one knows, right? Nobody gets to predict the future, and I'm, you know, the worst place to bet on politics. Yeah, exactly. But uh, we'll, <laughs> whether we'll, you're a betting man or a financial advisor, it's a crapshoot. It's the crapshoot. Crap yeah. Well, either way, we'll be talking the first week or so of the first week of November. So we will see you all then. Stay safe and sane, and we'll catch you next time here on Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott, fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.